I'm Jason Utah. I'm Alon Joseph. And yeah, we are approaching the end of the year and just would like to just say thanks to everybody for listening and thank you for the awesome feedback that we are getting. And please continue to listen and give us feedback, especially while you're on the beach. Yep. Enjoy it. Listening, watching, though it's sea. <laughs> so lucky. I mean, you can sit on the beach and you stare out to the sea and you just start daydreaming and you start wondering about life. And I love it. How you just spend out some time and contemplate. Anyway, let's get into today's discussion. What are we going to chat about? So that's exactly what we're going to chat about, actually. This, so this week's parasha is Vayeshev, meaning to um, to sit. And it says that that Yaakov, nearing the end, he's, he's getting old in life, and he just says to Hashem, you know, I just want some time out. I just want to sit. And Hashem says, this world isn't for sitting. This world is for doing. And the next thing we had right after that is Yosef, his son, Joseph, starts having these dreams. The dreams about sheaves bowing down to him and the sun and the moon and the stars and, and there's a lot about dreams in the, this week and next week. Yeah, as you were saying, like you sit on the beach and you start daydreaming and you think about where am I going and you start contemplating life, you know. And, and I think that's exactly what we're going to talk about is dreams. Yeah, what, what's their purpose? Why do we have them? How do they fit in? You know, we spoke last time about goals yeah. and about finding clarity. So I was thinking afterwards, once you've got that clarity, that that's not going to make your dream come true. You're still going to have to now go and, and do something to make that to make that happen. It's not just going to happen by itself. You've got to go and you've got to turn your dreams into that into that reality. And I think that that's an amazing thing. It's not it's not so easy, but you've got to be willing to turn your dreams into a reality if you want to make them happen. What I really enjoyed is the way that you, the, the opening of the Pasha, where, it's, where you said a second ago that this uh, world isn't a place for sitting, it's a place for, sit, for actually doing, number one. And if you do have dreams, you need to, as you just said, do something about it. And I've seen too many times with my clients, and especially after you come back from December, everybody comes back with fantastic ideas, and this is what I'm going to achieve this year. And they really are good ideas. But if you have a look at the end of the ideas, there's always a what if question. And that what yes. if is a very powerful question. And um, generally, we have a look at the neg negative side to the what if. So this is yeah. what I've written down. This is what I want to achieve. This is what I want to do. What if I can't? What if it's just a dream? Yeah, there's that little voice inside of us. You know, you come up and you're inspired and you feel motivated. And then that little voice comes and says, really? Really? That's what you think you're going to do? And and you're 100% correct. How many times have we felt big dreams about things? How many times have we felt inspired? Now, I was, I was, I was once looking into inspiration from a Jewish perspective. What is inspiration? Where does it come from? And I saw an amazing idea. It blew me away, actually. That inspiration is a form of prophecy. Think about that. Inspiration is a form of prophecy. Why? Because when you're inspired, you have a vision. And that vision is of someone or something that you can achieve if you're willing to continue on the path and put the effort and the commitment into it. This is what you can achieve. And a dream is the same thing. Martin Luther's king, I have a dream. 
and then he turned that dream into a reality. We look at so many successful people around it in the world today in business who had big dreams and they turned them into reality. And, and the question to think about, and maybe the question that you can help us answer, is how did they do that? How did, how did these people, what, what differentiates those people who've been successful and, and those who haven't? We all have dreams. We all feel inspired, but not everyone acts on it. And the question is, why not? Why don't people act on those dreams? What do you think is holding them back? Well, what's coming up for me is there's always a root fear. There's something that you're inherently scared of. And I think if you break it down, there's three types of fear or three types of pain. Let's let's call it pain that um, always pop up. Number one is a thing called loss pain. If I'm going to do this, what am I giving up? If I'm going to lose weight, I need to give up ice cream. If I'm going to lose weight, I need to give up watching TV and go for a run. So mm. what is it that I'm giving up in order to move forward? So, so, so you can't achieve something without giving up something else. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that. You don't always have to give up something. However, there's an inherent thought that says, well, if I'm going to do this, well, then I'm going to lose out somewhere else. And what oh, am I okay. going to lose out on? And and it's not to say that you can't have both. You can eat the ice cream and you can still lose weight, but you do have to run. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you need to get yourself a nice pair of shorts. But I mean, yeah, so the last pain is, is number one. Now, no, number like two it. is, as you mentioned earlier on, is the process pain. Because once you're clear on what you're going to do, and you've accepted that there might be something that you have to give up on in order to achieve that goal, well, it's hard work. So no one's going to do it for you, and you're going to need to follow a specific process in order to get there, and that process could be difficult. Hmm, interesting. I, 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 I like that idea because I think a lot of people actually get stuck on that, and I think that's what holds a lot of people back. Yeah, so once you've identified the actual amount of work that's involved, it could be too overwhelming. And then you just say, well, there's no ways I'm going to go and do this. There's just yeah. it's too too much and I just don't have the time. So that's so how the second you, thing that you have a look at. Okay, so how would you overcome that then? How would you overcome that second type of pain? Well, I'm going to overcome uh, the second type of pain after I just want to introduce the third one. They overcome all the same way. Oh, wow. Okay, brilliant. So the third one that I, I often think about and have a look at is, well, if I put in all this time and effort and I've accepted the fact that I need to make sacrifices in order to, the, to make this happen. So I've accepted the lost pain. I've accepted the time and effort. Um, what happens if the outcome is not what I want? Mm. That could also be a reality. So if you go down this road, and at the end of the road, well, it's not exactly what it is that you wanted. Well, then I'm just not prepared to start. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because so, dreams aren't a reality yet. And it's interesting that when you're moving towards that, you've got an idea in your mind, but it's not a clear reality. Yet, and it's only going to become clear once you actually start moving towards that. 
So it's a very it's a very interesting thing because I'm moving towards something that's not a reality yet, but I want to turn that into being a reality. And you're saying I'm only going to be able to do that if I'm willing to go through certain things. I'm going to have to experience pain. I've got to put time into it. I've got to realize that I might have to change along the way because of that, because it's not a reality. And in order to make it a reality, I might need to to pivot or change the way that I want to do things. 100%. That's very good. I like that. I like that. Uh, to answer your original question is how do you turn it around? Well, it's as simple as taking that what if I can't do this to what does the reality look like if these things are true? So what is it that you want and what's it going to look like once it's achieved? So you say, all right, well, what happens if I put in all the hard work and on the other side, it comes out exactly the way I want it to and I achieve that dream? So it's much easier for us to focus on the what if on the negative side versus the what if and on the positive side. So a simple little exercise that we do is you take a piece of paper and you head up your three columns. Column one is what is your fearful thought? Hmm. Okay. Number two, what kind of fear is this fearful thought? So is it A, a loss pain, B, part of the process pain, or C, is it the outcome pain? And then on the third column of the, play, of the page, right, well, flip your fear to an empowering thought. So take the so, fear, identify the pain, and then write the positive. So it's all about just reframing that positive, I mean, that negative into a positive way that should be something that excites you and motivates you instead of something that actually scares you and holds you back. 100%. And that's the disappointing part is that it's so simple. Sure. That's so amazing. And I love that challenge. And I hope the people listening are going to take that challenge. Take a piece of paper, write out your three columns and uh, put your goal on top while you're sitting on the beach, looking at the waves or wherever you are. And uh, let's start reframing our goals to make sure that we can achieve our true potential and start making those goals into reality. I love it. Brilliant. Thank you so much for your advice and wisdom as always. And thank you, Rabbi Joseph, for dreaming your dreams. And let's go out there and start living them. Have a beautiful day, everybody, and Shabbat Shalom. Cheers, guys.